Thank you for tuning in to another Evolving Hockey Podcast. My name is Sean, and I'm joined by the Evolving Wild Twins, Josh and Luke Youngren. And we have quite a bit to talk about. We did not record last week. I was on the West Coast in Denver and Seattle, and we had some technical difficulties, if you will. So we're we're two weeks now since our last episode, and a lot has happened starting back. I looked back through Cat Friendly and the... Furthest trade back is the Ryan O'Reilly trade. Did uh, we not talk like yeah. forever ago now? Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. So we really, I, for all our listeners, we knew that we were going to wait and have a, this is going to be a five hour podcast. Uh, it's going <laughs> to <We're gonna laughs> pull up the cap friendly trade page and go in and analyze every single one yeah, every in order. Um, but yeah, it has been a, a, a long, uh, it feels like the ROR trade was a, like, was two months ago. Um, and because, we covered the Tarasenko trade, right? That was the one that we... I mean, there was that, and there were yeah, a couple of so things. that was on February 9th. Yeah. Yes. So it is February 28th that we are, we're recording this now. Uh, and it, even though, as Sean uh, asked us ahead of the podcast, the trade deadline is this Friday. Uh, but, I mean, it hasn't really... I mean, this trade deadline has been kind of out of control, I feel like, a little bit. There's been so much stuff going on. And it's well, it's n- funny. Everybody was like complaining about how the salary cap makes it so that teams can't make trades and comparing to the NBA yeah. and MLB trades and whatever. And now it's like there's just been the floodgates have been open for the last like what, three days, two days when it seems like we're getting a lot more of these like and I think Russo and who was it had a article about how there's a lot more of like third party teams like third like three teams tra- trades where like the wild specifically have done this. I think now. They did it with the Ryan O'Reilly trade, and they also were involved with the uh, Orlov trade, I think, um, I believe, where they're essentially like kind of acting as a, um, a third party to hold cap or retain for picks, I think, is kind of what's been going on. Um, so it's kind of funny how teams are getting around that and finding like a, a partner like the Wild uh, to... Um, I think Arizona's been doing that yeah, too. Yeah, there's a couple teams, and I, I should have I, I glanced over the article, but it was a bit ago because that was when that happened. But, um, but yes, there has been a lot going on. I remember uh, specifically, I don't know, like I used to do this on trade deadline day. You'd get up, you know, go to work, and just look at your phone all morning because you're because that's when all the trades would happen. Usually, it wasn't like it happened like it was trade week or whatever. It was pretty much everything waited until the the deadline. But now, I mean. You know, and this has, I think, been going on a little bit more the last few seasons, but, like, you know, what's going to happen on, you know, the seven-hour or, you know, eight, nine, ten-hour coverage on Friday for uh, SportsCenter or whatever is going to be, yeah, like, people have been making the joke it's going to be, like, I don't know, like, some fourth-line player for a seventh is going to be the trades that we're going to get on Friday. Because I don't know. I mean, so we will obviously get into the trades in a bit, but I'm wondering, like, who is, le- who is left? Like, who's left to... Chickering. Yeah, okay. Chickering hasn't been traded, as far as we know. There's been some talk about JT Miller as well. I saw that today. Um, so he's maybe another big name that's out there. Uh, I think there's a couple other pieces. Like, I don't. Did Gavrikov get traded? No. At this at this no. point, it's like hard to remember, like who has and hasn't been traded because so many teams have, so many people or so many players have have swapped so far. But yeah, I, I like legitimately. Well, so I was out. I did. Um, north cascades on friday and like uh olympic national park on saturday so like i had like some offline time if you will yeah and so like i sort of missed the barbashev trade i forgot that he got moved yeah well, i forgot <laughs> about i said that. something today to like a coworker. yeah so like it, it's kind of hard to to track them all i guess uh if you were not following twitter 
like on an, at least an hourly basis, I feel like you could definitely miss one or two and just completely forget about them. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and well, we yeah. Because were... what are we? It's like it's like yeah. Shea Weber got traded again. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I remember that. I, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. yeah so I'm but... going back. I'm on the capfriendly.com slash trade no, page. So the Ryan O'Reilly one, I think, is the one the most yes. the one since we last recorded, which was funny. We were, uh, as some people knew, um, if they follow us on Twitter, we were uh, two two weekends ago. We had our annual ski trip to uh, uh Luton, minnesota i don't know we've talked about this before but sean did you, do you remember where Luton is did you get a little geography in did you, did you go and look at it when we uh were talking about it before no 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 okay. it's in the uh, the arrowhead of minnesota <laughs> it's very very far north like about 10 20 miles it's about an hour Canada, about there. hour southwest along lake superior from thunder bay so you're pretty much in Canada at that point, um, but there's a there's a nice uh, nice little ski resort up yeah, there. Yeah, but anyway, so I was <laughs> we were we were uh, hanging out up there with some friends, and I saw the Ryan O'Reilly trade break, which uh, I didn't expect the Leafs to go for O'Reilly, but I really liked that trade for the Leafs. Um, yeah, I thought you know, and he's what he scored how many goals? Eight goals now with the. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he got his. He was it. Did you see the hat trick against your Buffalo Sabers? Yeah, well, you're watching the game, and I, I actually hadn't because we had been out of town that weekend. I hadn't watched O'Reilly on the Leafs, and I saw the Leafs were playing uh, the Sabers, and I was like, oh, I got to put this one on. And it was the first I saw uh, O'Reilly playing. Um, and then, of course, it was like within a minute he scored a goal against the Sabers, and I was like, of course, of course, this is when you know, yeah, and he got a hat trick. Well, I have a long standing because uh, wasn't the last his third goal an empty net goal? Yes. And I yeah. just think that you can't. This gets people get really mad at me when I say this. But I just don't think hat tricks should include empty net goals. Like they're not real goals. You know, let's yeah. be honest. Right? They're fake. They're not. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're fake goals. They just pump. Yeah, they just inflate the score. And you know. Um. But anyway, yes. the Ryan O'Reilly trade for people who don't remember. Let's ask the Leafs fan, Sean. What do you think? Uh, what do you think of your 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 Leafs getting the uh, getting? Well, I I think. I think Luke was about to name the whole trade out. Okay, go, go. Yeah, yeah. quit interrupting. Sorry. But but the Minnesota (laughs) (laughs) Wild got a fourth, a 2025 fourth round pick to retain 50%, um, which was what, equal to 1.875? No, Um, it says on cap friendly, retain 3.75 million. And maybe I'm not reading this correctly. Um. Yeah, I'm yeah, but prob- I think they took. I think that's what they took on for the fourth. Yes. Oh no, no, no. They took on one point eight seven five. I think because then did the. I don't. I don't know how to right, read it's this. Right. It's fifty percent. It was fifty percent of his actual salary. Whatever. Anyway, they they, <laughs> yeah. they took some salary. Um, but Return- I think that's. I think that's the number. I think the Leafs had twenty five percent now, right? At yes, one point eight seven five. I, th- I think so. So yes, and then so the, the Wild, Wild stepped in to be a market maker. Yes, they got a twenty twenty five fourth round pick from Toronto. To uh, be quite valuable, <laughs> they're probably going to draft like a Vesna future Vesna winner. Yeah, there. and then in and um, then the Leafs got Ryan O'Reilly, Josh Pilar, and uh, Noel Achari. I forgot about that part. And then the Blues, they got Adam Gaudet, Mikhail Ab- Abramov. And then a 2023 first, Toronto's 2023 first, uh, and then Ottawa's 2023 third, and then Toronto's 2024 second. Um, so yeah, I always we always have the joke that like there there shouldn't they shouldn't allow 
trades to or uh, picks to be traded because I don't know how to evaluate it. <laughs> uh, it should just be players being traded for each other because then, like, I don't know, because what, what are the Leafs? I mean, a 2023 first round from the Leafs, given the East, that could be, you know, who knows what the hell is going to happen in the playoffs because the Eastern Conference teams are just loading up on players. And I've been seeing all these, like, the the potential first-round matchups for the Eastern Conference. It's like, well, I think right now, I don't even know what it would match up as, but it's like, I mean, there's well, going to be a... playing the Lightning. That's, like, guaranteed. Oh, is it? Oh, I just had... Maybe yeah. Do you think one of them is catching the Bruins? Oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I haven't... I'm but, not in thinking about playoff modes yet. I don't want to do. Yeah, we haven't gotten to bracket yet. the no. future bracket. But, but anyway, I, anyway, so, I, yeah. I think the point to stress on with Ryan O'Reilly, I think before, and I'm not, I don't have the point totals in front of me, but I think before he got traded, he had 19 points on the year, which is a very down year for Ryan O'Reilly. But the key detail there was his teammates were shooting 6.3 percent shot on goal shooting percentage. At five on five, I didn't like look into special teams at all. But his teammates were having like poor shooting luck. Well, his shooting luck was all right, and I think there was more of a bowl case, not to use like finance terms there, on Ryan O'Reilly than there was like a bear case. I think he was probably at at like his low, if you will, and he was due to sort of have a resurgence and so far that seems to be playing out right yes. now in Toronto. Yeah. I mean Ryan he's O'Reilly not the player he was a couple of years ago, but he's well, still quite yeah. good. The actually the thing I think that's more not I don't know, not necessarily impressive because I think the the Leafs are now a more I well, you could you could probably analyze this in different ways, but defensively they're much better I think than they were like a couple years ago. But like even still Ryan O'Reilly has been, you know, I just looked and and among all skaters and like total um, total defensive, uh, even even strength de- uh, defense or EBD value from Gar, he's like 13th forward in the league over the last five seasons. Um, and yes, his offense has fallen off over the last five seasons, but he's been very consistent um, and solid as a as a defensive forward, which I think is something that the Leafs um, could really, you know, definitely helps uh, kind of fill out that roster. I think a little bit. Now we're not going to get in, we're going to get into the other trades that they made uh, recently, which <laughs> I thought after the O'Reilly trade, I thought that that would just be it for the Leafs. And um, I don't know if we're, I'm not sure if we're, we're going, just going to get all the Leafs trades yeah, out of the well, way now. I don't know. No, we should. They they, they traded for uh, 16 defensemen and. Uh, <laughs> No, but uh, but what I was going to say is I think ROR is is like what you were saying, Sean. Is yes, I think he was as as a owner of Ryan O'Reilly on my fantasy team this year. He did not have a good yeah. year, uh, of, you know, yeah. from offense yet. But that is, I think, definitely uh, a kind of a, a good buy low right candidate for in in ROR. But his defense has always been like I think the thing that really he's just a w- very well rounded uh, skater, even if he is. Um, you know, a bit older now. What is he like? 30, 32, I think. Two, 33, I was going to say. So he's as and, old and as it we gives, are. It gives him <laughs> options too, right? Because right now they're playing him on the second line and yes. with Tavares and kind of moving Tavares to the wing. Um, but they will probably eventually try it. And I don't know which one will stick, but they can move him to third line as well and put Tavares back at center and, and have him in a shutdown role as well. Yeah. So it gives them like a lot of versatility. Yeah, in the middle of their lineup there. Or, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but basically. Down, so in, in the end, I think that's a big win for the Leafs. I we we were I, I very much like that trade, but we got a lot we got a lot of trades to get well, to. I, I guess the other thing is it's not necessarily like it's kind of it seemed like a 
an e because I mean St. Louis got a decent they haul. Got, back, they got a lot back, yeah. Right, so it's like I actually thought the trade overall. It's not. It's one of the rare trades where you don't really want to necessarily like dunk on one of the teams because they were terrible or whatever in the trade. It's like, well, you know, I, I think that that's a really good get for the Maple Leafs, and then the St. Louis gets a pretty good return back. I think overall. Um, and then the wild. Yeah, but you're. We're, uh, I'm trying to move on to new <laughs> know, different sorry, trades because there's a ton that happened. We got to cover them all, bro. Okay, are, so, we, are we touching on Mott and Roche? <laughs> no, I don't really care. I mean, okay. unless you want to, I know that there's a lot of Mott uh, fans out there. Um, a lot of Mott. We s- <laughs> there are a lot, a lot of of Mott fans. I think the next one that was funny was the uh, the Zaitsev trade. Yeah, uh, I was gonna <laughs> say are we touched on that one, or is that like not a hockey trade? It's not that was really weird. That was weird. It just didn't make any sense why they would want to get rid of him right now. But I don't know if anybody really knows what's going on with the Senators. And the, some yeah, it, it, a lot of their moves. I mean, Zaitsev, <laughs> uh, if, if people aren't aware, are we, we were really hoping for a Tyler Myers for Nikita Zaitsev trade. Because uh, yes. that would have been really funny. Because they're both, well, to put it mildly, not good. Uh <laughs> but anyway, it's funny. I when I, that trade was announced, I, when Zaitsev to, to the Blackhawks, I thought it was like, oh, they're re- they're trying to tank now. Like they're really <laughs> they're. But then they traded Jack Johnson. Like yeah. the the Blackhawks. Why would you trade your tank commander? Maybe that's why. Is that they were they needed to they knew they were trading Jack Johnson. It it just it's just funny when you see a trade come across Twitter or come across like any news feed or whatever, and it's you know Blackhawks have acquired um, Nikita Zaitsev and a. Second round and fourth round pick, which I believe is what it was from Ottawa for just future considerations. <laughs> yeah. There was literally nothing else that was involved on the what Chicago was giving or or what Ottawa was giving Chicago. Or I mean, sorry, what Chicago gave to Ottawa was future considerations. But did they so they freed up four four and a half million in cap space, the senators did, but did yeah. they do anything? Else, have they done anything else? I guess there's a couple. There's still a lot of ways to go. We still got four days or three days. Oh my goodness! There's so many trades on here. There's so many trades. Um, So yeah, that one doesn't really matter. It's just it's just a funny one to see. The next one. It was funny. The next big one we have. Oh yeah, Bruins get uh, acquire Orlov and Hathaway. Uh, That was the next big one. And that was. And then the Capitals got Craig Smith a 2023 first, 2024 third, and a 2025 second round. and then the Wild also were involved in retaining 50% of Orlov's salary. And in for that, they got a fifth-round pick, uh, which is funny because it's like, I mean, the the probability that a fourth and fifth-round pick is going to pan out is kind of like, I, I mean, I guess that's where they got Kaprizov, so maybe their lightning strikes twice or whatever. Uh, but I don't know. It just seems kind of like, like you would probably, well... Given the cap situations that a lot of these teams are in, I feel like retaining salary would be worth more than that, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, another one, that's that's like the O'Reilly trade. I think that's a really um, – I mean, I thought that was a great trade for Boston. I mean, they gave up a lot, right? But, like, Orlov and Hathaway are really, really solid players. Um, and, I mean, Boston obviously, one, you know, one of the best teams in the league – um, well, it's an absolute. I mean, this is what I think the uh, everyone's saying. I think the theme of the trade deadline so far is the East being in complete, you know, arms race yeah. mode for you know getting better. I mean, I think we're going to continue seeing the Eastern Conference teams trying to kind of stack up, and then you have the West. You know, you have the Minnesota, which is you know they're I think they're still in a playoff position, right? No, and, they are, but they're just retaining 
traded sack players who aren't. Well, on and their they team traded for back picks, for Marcus you know? Johansson, right? Yeah, they got Marcus Johansson. We can and get that, that was one out their of the way. that was their big move, right? Like, if well, and then they who else did they get today? They got Nyquist, 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 yeah. Nyquist. But I think he's he's hurt all year. I don't yeah. know if he's going to be healthy by the time the playoffs. I mean, at least what I was looking into, it seems like he's out for at least until next season. Um, you know, so we but it's like later, I don't but. really know what the Wild are doing. Like, they don't need more like middling. Like top, like you know, bottom Sorry. six forwards. Not wild talk right now. No. Let's talk okay. about Sean's favorite defenseman in the league, Dimitri Orlov. Yeah, uh, I this was is... saying that. I was saying that too um, when I was like talking about it uh, with my friends. It's like I was obscenely high on Dimitri Orlov like last year, right? Yeah, and just in general, I really like Dimitri Orlov, and uh, he's a lot better than um, Vladislav Gavrikov. Uh, yeah, um, as well, which that whole thing was funny. And I love how everything kind of came together where, you know, the jackets just got played and it was it was quite hilarious in some <laughs> senses. Uh, don't leak trades on the Bruins and maybe they'll do deals with you, I guess. Um, but yeah, like kind of felt like it came out of nowhere because the Caps just don't leak things either. I think they're a good organization probably to, to deal with. And yeah, I just didn't realize Orloff was on the market just because nobody was talking about him. But it makes sense. Like, he wasn't ever signed there, apparently, or unlikely. And uh, he was clearly, outside of maybe Chikrin, like the best defenseman on the market. And well, yeah. I feel like the Bruins really didn't give up all that much. And then I don't think Hathaway's a throwaway either. I think he, no. like, very clearly fits in the bottom six there. He's just kind of a. Uh, grittier bottom six forward and they wanted to get rid of Craig Smith and this was like the way to do it yeah well that's I think what, they yeah. would they would have had to attach at least uh, a fourth round pick probably to for somebody to take Craig Smith right like I think there's a there's a price to pay to get rid of him and so that's also part of what they had to give up here so I yeah. think it was like a a very good trade for Man, well, Orlov yes. had a really good season last year. Oh yeah, well, and, and Orlov again. If we're just looking at kind of in the last couple of years, like I mean, we and we've. They, this is why I was like, I think I'm, I messaged you, Sean, that like you got Orlov. I was like, well, you know, the Bruins got Or Orlov because I was like, that's Sean's guy right there, you know. And <laughs> but again, that's what that was my instant reaction when I saw his name floating around. I was like, oh wait, Orlov is available. That like immediately, you know, is maybe just right behind Meyer in terms of the, you know, maybe the top trade target I would think for for teams but then you know the other thing is that Hathaway is like a really I'm Craig Smith struggled for the Bruins this year um and he's definitely kind of I think a couple of years ago he was a bit of a under the radar uh, kind of a, a little analytics darling yeah slightly uh um, back I mean yeah this is a couple of years but I, I don't now. know if Hathaway completely fills in uh takes over Craig Smith's like but kind like, of usage but Hathaway's underlying sorry yeah like, no underlying he's, numbers like really good yeah like, at least for, really for, solid for how much what does he make um, like 1.5. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah, perfectly serviceable. Uh, but over the, yeah, over the last three seasons, like Orlov is in our X-Gar among defensemen. He's like eighth overall um, in terms of overall, yeah, just total value from the last three seasons. And I think his, you know, I think to Sean's point when we talked about him before is that Orlov is very underrated and not necessarily talked about as uh, among you know, in the narratives, right? He he doesn't get the yeah. coverage. He's a little bit like kind of the well, he's the kind of over, overshadowed by John Carlson. Yeah, I he think on that been. team. Um, well, there's there's probably something to be made in the fact that he's kind of, I guess, consistently. I don't know if shelter is the correct word, but he's not given necessarily the top matchups. 
So maybe there's something to be made there with uh, the sheltering that would at the very least make him be perceived as maybe worse than he is, quote unquote. But he's playing right now with, he played last night at least with McAvoy. I'm not sure about this very second as we're recording. Uh, They're playing the Flames. But he played last night with McAvoy. It went really well, matched up against McDavid. And um, so it'll be interesting to see like what happens there. And the Bruins like legitimately have seven top six yeah. defensemen. <laughs> yeah. As, we just, yeah. Cause couple, I was just... like three top, three top pairs, one solid second pair and well, two solid second pair and two solid bottom pair guys. Cause are they, just... are they benching Grizzly? Is he getting traded? Did I hear something? I'm about? not sure who's going to fit in where and what. I don't think that they necessarily would want to trade uh, Grizzly. Yeah. Um, but they have probably be the odd man out just because he doesn't really fit in on special teams as much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, but... I thought, I mean, it, that was an, uh, uh, one of the trades I was like, good God, God, Boston's just, they're going crazy. Like they, you know, uh, I think, I think both of those players would be, would, should be on every, basically every team in the league. Like if they had a Hathaway or an Orlov, like that's definite ads in my opinion. Um, and you know, again, the, 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 um, return, you know, not that much, honestly. Um, Especially considering it's Boston's 2023 first, um, you know, if it's maybe say the next. Now, the, uh, one thing is that Orlov is in the UFA, so yes, that's it, okay. Yeah. That's yes. just to, to note that I don't think we exactly talked about contracts, but he's on a um, 5.1 million, so he's also super budget for Boston this season. But he's he's a expiring UFA, so he um, the return it's a is, rental. Yeah, it's a rental. Yeah, more or is less. Is Hathaway which, on a one year? I don't think so. I thought he had two years. Yeah, um, I thought. I thought he did too, but, but anyway, that's just, enough. No, on he that. is. He is on his last. Uh, last oh, okay. Year. So, so it's both. just a pure rental for for Boston. Um, I wonder. It would be funny if you think Boston's gonna have the room to re-sign Orlov in the off season. Um, no, probably no. not. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, he'll be a big uh, a big free agent this summer. I'm sure. Uh, or one. I mean, we haven't we haven't even gotten into free agency yet. There's gonna be a lot of. Well, that'll be fun. Different change of pace. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what's the next one? We got. Uh, We're going to Kratzov. I don't I really have yeah. too many no. things to say. Keith there. Kincaid for Shane Bowers. <laughs> we got uh, Giranov. Uh, no, Niederreiter. That was oh, a good trade. The Niederreiter. Did I overlook? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. The, the Jets traded uh, uh, a second, 2024 second round pick for Nino Niederreiter with uh, the 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 Predators, uh, which. You know, you know how much we love Nino. That's our uh, guy right there. I, I kind of wish the Wild would have traded for Nino Ryder, <laughs> but <don't> <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, this uh, is just, just in, a second. That seems this is just in time for the Jets. Uh, kind of a uh, bit of a downslide here, right? Aren't yeah, they, uh, they have been. Yeah, I think they're now in in our our um, team projections. I think they're below the Wild now in the Central. Yeah, well, they they lost a couple pretty like big upset games. I yeah. think. Uh, did they Man, lose the to the Blue Jackets? Man, also with the game projections, there have been just these really bad teams have just been totally like upsetting certain <laughs> teams. Like, also there was the Blackhawks Ducks game last night, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, well, we watched the uh, Gibson made what fifty two game fifty two saves <laughs> yeah. against the Canes. Yeah, um, yeah, the uh, the Ducks beat the Hurricanes, uh, yeah. which literally when I did the projections, our game projections, like if you look at their rolling twenty five past like. Corsi and XG and goals, it's literally the exact opposite of each other. It was like plus 26 Corsi differential for the Hurricanes, 
negative 26 Corsi differential for the Ducks. <laughs> and uh, I think we had them at, yeah, I mean, if people were on Twitter, they saw this, but I think we had almost 85% chance the Hurricanes win that game. Uh, and then, yeah, they put up 52 shots, but they still lost, uh, which was pretty funny. Um, but anyway, yeah, great trade for the Jets. I'm not really sure. I think Nino's kind of been struggling a little bit this year. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't I know. Mean, I think no. some of that might just be like the, the Predators. The predators? Like yeah. A, yeah, like a, almost like oh, you what know Ryan what? I was had. totally wrong about like, that. If you look He's... at the difference there between the X-Gar and the, and the Gar, and, and it's not all driven by shooting. Like he's not shooting yeah. out of his mind either. Yeah. Like there's a massive difference. So yeah, just specifically talking about his um, offense, which um, I'm on his player page that's combining yeah. power play piece. Oh, no, let me go down. Also, just uh, by the way, all of these stats provided by EvolvingHockey.com. Yes. Head over to EvolvingHockey.com. Yeah. Subscribe for great so the, content. Yes. And stats. The, X-Gar from even strength offense for him this year is 8.1, which is very good. And the Gar even strength offense, um, which there's slight differences, and I guess you guys can explain it, is 2.7. And I think you also get this storyboard from looking at his Rapham chart. Granted, this is, again, we're all talking about relatively smaller sample sizes. Yes. Um, but he's over a standard deviation uh, above the average in terms of offense, but his in terms of XG and Corsi, um, or just pure shot generation. But as it pertains to goals, he's at basically pretty much a perfect zero. So yeah, there's kind of this on ice shooting percentage piece that is low, that's costing his point production, which probably means that he has like a lower market value right now, um, and yeah. overall lower value. Um, but I think probably there's an argument that some of this is just playing for the Predators as opposed to um, a yeah. true decline in Nino Niederreiter's game. Yeah, well, oh, man, and if Nino yeah. and Ehlers, I wonder who they're going to play Nino with. Because <laughs> I, I would love to see those like two have, analytics, like you know, superstars. Has he? Have they played? Has he played yet? Because that was that happened two days ago, right? Yeah, I don't know. Are they the Jets? I think are they playing tonight? I'm not sure. Um, I don't think that they've played yet. Perhaps I. I think they are playing tonight, uh, but as we are talking, he has not played. He has not completed a game with yes. the yeah. Winnipeg But anyway, Jets. yeah, very, very. I like that trade a lot for the Jets, especially since they're kind of a bubble team. When they made that, they were they've kind of been yeah, like Josh said, they've been kind of sliding down the roster. Um, the Wild kind of went on a tear here, winning like what five in a row. When like the Jets and the Wild have kind of flipped um, in terms of their placements. Um, I've been watching both of them I, yeah, jump around the, quite a bit. One of these times, we're going to need to do a dive into why what happened to the Predators this season. Because um, <laughs> I feel like we haven't talked about them. They have Soros, and they had, you know, I think they've had some injury stuff. I don't, and this is not the time, because we have a lot of stuff to cover here. But, yeah, just I'm making a mental note to myself yeah, to look need into to next what meeting. the hell happened to the Predators this season. <laughs> um, you know, but anyway. Anyway, next trade. Well, should we... Is, uh, Let's do what? one more one more trade and then we could take a break. Okay. Um, but the the trade that followed that on February twenty sixth, uh, not to steal your thunder loop. No, no, no. Was Yevgeny Dadonov, uh, fifty percent retained from Montreal to Dallas in exchange for uh Denis Guryanov. Yes, yes. Um, I don't. I honestly like Dadonov. I haven't. Dadanov? I always it's the same thing with Samsonov. Is it like Samsonov? I've heard people but 
that doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> but Dadunov has been injured a lot recently, right? Has he been playing this year? I didn't even know. Yeah, um, he's been playing. Yeah, he's, yeah, he has been playing. I, I think that it's it, it's he definitely is missing time. I think he has what six hundred minutes even strength um, this season. So he's I don't know how many game what his games. I don't have that up right he now. He has fifty. Ooh, games. He's had. Well, a, he, th- that's just Montreal Canadiens. So uh, fifty one. Man, he fell off a lot this year, but that's playing on the Canadians. I guess, you know, sometimes that happens with players who go I mean, to the Canadians. It, it's not like Yurianov has necessarily been anything special, really, either, so, which is an interesting trade. I think, um, Dadana, wait, Dadana. Dadana, I put it in your head now. Dadana. Pronounce it however you want. <laughs> Nobody comes on here for the cor- correct pronunciation. We've been trying to be, we um, need to be more professional. I just, in my head, I always see just dad, and that's what I just call him, is Evgeny dad. Like, just, that's kind of what is stuck in my head. I always search that when I type in our he was another, searches. He, uh, there were several players, that we're going to get to a couple more, who were kind of the under under the radar um, like old type analytics darling type because that's you know that's what he was uh, for years but now I, I think he's like 35 isn't he I mean correct me if I'm wrong he is 30 he's probably 30 turning 34 next month we'll say okay. happy birthday yes. for him okay yeah so I mean it's a, a little bit more of a, a less impactful trade I would say than most of the ones we've covered so far but um, I think it's a it's a pretty good uh, depth move for the stars yeah and um, considering that Guryanov I, I I don't think is necessarily anything special yeah. i think that's an upgrade overall for the team strength i but guess then but the next big one is no we're taking a break luke we're not well, we need it let's just finish up with the jack johnson trade <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i i don't really <laughs> i don't really see the avalanche's fascination with jack johnson like josh tweeted i think that he might just be the nicest person no, in the whole world jack johnson uh, has to be just the absolute nicest dude like this he's so funny he it's like gives, Nate Prosser. Like, if people... Yeah, he brings people like he gives people's rides. He helps them move. <laughs> like he, you know, watches their pets. Like he does their taxes. Like he has to honestly be just the nicest guy who does everything well, right? Because um, he's still like he's still playing, and he's he still rates out as one of the worst defensemen in the league. <laughs> my honor stuff. Sorry, don't mean to offend anyone, but that's just the case. Uh, and I wonder if Jack Johnson has gotten a whiff of like what stats people think of him over oh, the I'm years because sure. he's been like this for a long I mean, time. He's among the class of those defensemen like we've we kind of have a bit of a fa- uh, infatuation with on this podcast, or at least Luke and I do, <laughs> with you know Myers and. Zaitsev, I think uh, Ristolainen used to be the one. Although we have, we don't talk about Risto too much anymore. I think that that uh, um, you know, it, well, that's the Flyers kind of have been kind of just it's all falling apart. You know, which Who was the predictable. Jo- I mean, Jack uh, Johnson, and then I for a while it was well, not really. It was I was going to say Duncan Keith, but he only had a couple seasons where he was. Well, he fell off like a cliff. Yeah, that OEL, was just, OEL maybe is now no. No, man, OEL used to be so good. I, I don't know. know. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, Jack Johnson's back no, on the Avalanche, going to win another cup. Barbashev was the other one. I don't... Hold uh, on, Luke. We're supposed to be taking a break I know, here. but I skipped over Barbashev to go to Jack Johnson because <laughs> I wanted <laughs> I wanted to talk it. But Sean had already mentioned Barbashev. I don't know if we need to cover that that much. I'm not honestly that familiar with uh Barbashev. What do you think, Sean? What's your take before we go to break? I don't, I don't see it, but... Uh, it's the blues are a little bit weird too, so it's it's a little bit of difficulty like yeah. figuring out if well, I know there's like a lot of interest in Barbashev. He's like twenty seven. So it gives me a, a little bit of caution considering like his numbers, at least in the public realm, are pretty bad. Yeah. Outside of like one kind of shooting spree. Um, yeah, he doesn't look like that, you know. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> look that great. Um Yeah. He's twenty seven, twenty six, twenty seven, somewhere in there. 
Um, yeah, that's where my take on it too. Yeah, I don't know. Just from a quick, um, what? Because that the Golden Knights, and then they got Zach Dean. The Blues did. I've never heard of Zach Dean. Well, he's an AHL player. <laughs> Uh, so, AHL Junior. Yeah, they cleared two two point two five million to get uh, to get to uh, get rid of Barbashev. Um, but the Blues are a very weird team. Um, I don't really know what they thought they were going to be this year. Um, Barbashev also is expiring at the end of the season. He's yes. a UFA too, so it's just a rental um, for yeah, the Knights. maybe the Golden Knights see something uh, in him. Dimitri then. Orlov, by the way, just scored his first goal as a Bruin. Oh, hey, Sean, this go. is Sean's favorite player. I know. Don't don't let him. He, I mean, he's really just still got the the uh, he, he bleeds Bruins. Is that a thing <laughs> that the that the <laughs> he bleeds Bruins, bleeds yellow and black. Yeah, uh, yeah, black and yellow. All right, Sean, take us to break, and then we'll come back with all of the exciting trades that we haven't covered yet. Yes, we will need to hear from our sponsor. Um, but after that, we can come back and talk about the Timo Meyer trade, uh, as well as uh, the Patrick Kane trade and all the other action from today. The Evolving Hockey Podcast is brought to you by EvolvingHockey.com, your home for advanced NHL statistics on the web. When you become a subscriber to EvolvingHockey.com, you gain access to such evaluation tools as NHL Goals Above Replacement, Regularized Adjusted Plus Minus, Skater Contract Projections, Visualizations, Charts, and much more. Visit Evolving-Hockey.com slash login today to become a subscriber. Thank you so much to our lovely sponsor for that. You're uh, welcome. Very informative message. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we left off still on February 26th. The, at this point, infamous insider meltdown. Uh, these guys just really don't have anything on on Josh in terms of, <laughs> of really having their, their ears to the street. The Timo Meyer trade, which took hours to just, like, fully break. Um, I mean, Shana under- Goldman former guest of the of the podcast uh, did a little bit of the breaking there. She had like a lot of the a lot of the early scoops. Shana so bomb. Shout out to her. Shana bomb. Shana bomb. They're really becoming like a thing this year for sure. They are. Oh, yeah. Um, you know she's what? We great. You know we and we've we've mentioned this to you know to various anybody out there who might be listening. If you guys need a source, if need somebody to scoop something, right here, we're right here, all day, all day. <laughs> <laughs> Email. Well, you we're... did, er, you did earlier with the Luke we'll, Shen deal. But we'll, we'll get, get to, to that. that. We'll get to that. But uh, but if um, you, you know, if you if you really are, are are just you're not sure who to give some news to, just you know, hit us up. Yeah, we're around. We're all one the time. of the most trustworthy sources on Twitter. <laughs> you know, never said anything wrong. I I we may be laughing, but I am actually dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyone listening? Just one time, one time. I want one, one. I want to break one thing. Just yeah. hit me, hit us up. We will not. We will keep you completely in the dark. I don't know whatever you call it. Yeah. This here's is, what we're doing. We're planning. This is the reason we're planning to go to the draft this year. 
We are. Uh, and and the only reason we're going is so that I could go listen over people's, go to each table and like <laughs> stick my head in and see who they're picking next, and then I'll just tweet it. That's in my mind what the, in, the insiders do is they just snoop <laughs> around in between each table and they just go eavesdrop on what the conversations are and yeah, then you just like, tweet it out. Yeah, Elliot Friedman just randomly walking yeah. between each table and with like a megaphone up to his ear or whatever. <laughs> well, you got like this old fashioned like, you know, hearing uh, okay, anyway, tones. Anyway. Okay, so. Timo yes. Meyer. The trade the happened the 26th, so it was on Sunday, and I I think I saw I saw it in the early afternoon. I believe is when it happened, sometime around then. Maybe it was it later. It had been speculated pretty heavily that he was going to be going to the Devils, and I then it, yeah, like Sean said, it took about eight hours or whatever it was until the actual. It was like six. Now I will say, like it doesn't really like it, it's not like it was just one for one. It was like. Eight for There's 10. too many to the fact that we're just not going over it. No, like I'm gonna to look it up. Okay, we're so not even. I'm gonna, quick, honestly, not I'm gonna even. do a quick. I'm gonna do a quick, okay. quick overview. So the Devils got Timo Meyer. There you go. Yeah, bam. Uh, no, <laughs> the players involved: uh, Herring, uh, Scott Harrington, Timo Meyer. Uh, don't, I don't go. I can't even pronounce these other um, players, and I don't think they're NHL were, players, so they're not going to be in the NHL pronunciation. Zachary guy. Edmund. Yeah, uh, Santiri Hataka and Timo. Ibrahimov. Yeah. And then so suck at this. We're so bad. It's so so bad. I apologize. I'm I'm also recovering from a bit of a cold if if you hear me coughing in the background. I'm coughing because this is such an absurd trade, really. (laughs) Um fifth round pick. Twenty twenty four. Fifth round pick. pick, The Sharks throw throw in a fifth round. Why Why not? That seems to be the the general trend this season is just fifth round pick. Oh, throw in a forest. Throw throw in a fifth. Uh, yeah. And then the Sharks acquired uh, Andreas uh, Janssen, Johnson, Janssen, Janssen, uh, Zetterlin, uh, Oka, t- t- I don't know. Don't even. These Two ones. other players and then three picks. And there's a whole long list of conditions here that I don't, I think they're conditional for the picks. So just. So, it, you know, it kind of makes sense that this took like eight hours to announce because it's, you know, it's, it's, it was really funny seeing the cap friendly tweet summarizing the whole thing it was like, what? Um, but yeah, I don't. I'm not going to evaluate it much more than to say I think the Devils won because <laughs> uh, Timo Meyer is really good. And my my joke was the uh, the both teams threw in as much stuff as they could as to not have to shield themselves from criticism because no one could <laughs> no one could properly evaluate who won this trade. And that's another trend I feel like this year is you don't you're not getting a lot of just straight up like trades where the evaluation makes sense it's more of a not one for one yeah it's not one for one okay i will say we're gonna get to this trade but the tanner Jeanette. oh okay that's next Jano. Jano. no god damn it Jeanette. i knew it in my head i knew it Jano. tanner Jano. Jano. that's I knew later it. damn it <laughs> <laughs> i have said it right in my head and it just didn't come out didn't correctly. come out right we'll so, get to that one timo meyer goes to the devils uh, and that is again what we referenced earlier. I think the, one of the big pieces in terms of the Eastern Arm Race uh, or Arms Race, in terms of the teams just bulking up, uh, pretty much. I, and I guess we'll try to do a quick like little team recap when we're done with all these trades. But I don't know. It seems like a good at like obviously like I think Timo Meyer was the pretty clear unanimous number one trade target. Um, it's been known for like months almost that he was probably on the I mean, you know block. Johnson isn't like really anything is he um i don't yeah is it their first so and the 20 i mean that seems like a really good trade for the devils i don't know that doesn't oh, no, well yeah it was i love what? how too they put in a condition if the pick uh speaking of the conditional first round pick for this year for 2023 
If the pick is a top two selection, New Jersey will instead transfer their own 2024 first round pick. How would it like, be a top what, two? Are they missing the playoffs <laughs> and winning the lottery? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, those conditions are, are very funny to me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't. So then the other there one. is a chance though if if New Jersey makes the 2023 Eastern Conference Final and Meyer plays in 50 percent of the games, or New Jersey <laughs> Devils make the 2024 Eastern Conference Final, then the 2024 second round pick will become uh, a first round pick that is okay. owned by the Devils. As so well. it could it could turn into two first. Yeah, but that would be a. Uh, a they need to make the final plus the Eastern Conference Finals. Pick. Yes, it that's true. Uh, I thought we said we're not so getting it's a, it's, into the conditionals here. Well, they're kind of funny to look at. <laughs> conditions, I, I should say, they are funny. And this I is do like not, the biggest part of the page. I do not envy <laughs> the people who have to keep track of all of these conditions. I will say, because yeah. that's like, uh, do you think each team has like a big like whiteboard? Well, there's where like they write central all the, registry or whatever that yeah. like they have to they they put it down and then something. I don't even know how they what, would manage. What that. do you think leads? Like, what is the process that leads to the trade being this complicated? Like how there <laughs> Just, how many? I think it's anxiety. <laughs> so so part of this part of this too was the contracts that need to go back and forth yeah uh, that's why there's so many players but i think part of it like though the if the pick is a top two selection this year like the devils are going to miss the playoffs somehow that is anxiety that is like <laughs> int- yeah intrusive thoughts like they're the just going to tear thoughts. down the entire team <laughs> Okay, because like what, all of a sudden, like you just don't trust it. They're gonna lose every game from here on out. Like, just, like that's the, like the probability I, of them missing the playoffs. This we've had them at a hundred percent to make the playoffs for like the last two weeks, right? I think they probably clinch in a week, right? They'll probably, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Condition? Even if they miss the playoffs, it's they're so it's so unlikely that they would have a top two pick. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I mean, like what? Yeah, what is the probability they would miss the playoffs? They would be like the fifteenth. Like they, you know, in they would be the last team in line for the lottery odds, which is like, what is the probability of the the team that just misses out on the? Sorry, here's here's the thing. Here's my question, right? Um, if so, also if the 2024 for okay, we're not even gonna get into that. But here's <laughs> here's the conditions here. It's like if New Jersey makes the 2023 Eastern Conference Final. If Meyer plays in fifty percent of the games, then it becomes a first uh, in twenty twenty four. But then they have <laughs> what if the what if the scenario of them missing the playoffs this year, getting a top two pick that gets deferred, and then making the twenty twenty four Eastern Conference Final? <laughs> like what happens then? Then they have because they have to give up two firsts that they only have. What one. happens to that second round? What? Well, what happens here? <laughs> you know, it's like these are the just, questions that we should be asking here. I I know that is so actually a I'm, really good I'm question. Flaws. That is I'm a good sure question. This is already taken care of, and this is why these things take so long. Anywho, uh, I think we all agree New Jersey really made out well here. Yes, the Sharks are just kind of picking things down the road. I think I think yeah, they probably could have gotten more, but I, I just think don't they... think there were as many people in on Meyer, especially that wanted to pay. Yeah, well, um, that's a that's so the thing I was going to say is that there. he's on the. For anyone who doesn't know, he's on the last year of his of a six million dollar deal. For, uh, the Devils take on the, the Sharks retain half of that, um, and 
Uh, but he's also an expiring RFA, so the Devils now have his rights for the offseason. Now, there's been a lot of rumors and speculation. I think that it was said that um, you know he's looking for. I think I saw it a day that the Devils came in and or like in the eight million range, like maybe somewhere. And I think Meyer has been looking for nine. Isn't his qualifying offer like? 10 or something it's 10 yeah it's 10 also orloff just scored again um, <laughs> <Of> <laughs> so course. i mean there's gonna be yeah. a hefty price to pay to to extend yes. meyer here and i was just um, looking at you know the devils do have some some expiring ufas uh this season tatar and wood are both expiring as along with Halla. so right there i mean that's um you know i don't know about nine million i mean that those three contracts together probably is close to what you could pay now um, oh, and they also, yeah, Severson and Graves are both expiring as well. So the Devils do have some expiring UFAs, but that's also to say that um, Brat is an RFA after this oh, season. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, they got to pay him. So they have, they have, <laughs> those are going to be big they have, contracts. They have Brat, Meyer, and Sharangovich as well, uh, who are all expiring RFAs, I believe. This, yeah, uh, it, it, or wait, yes, for heading to next season. So it'll be a really interesting offseason for the Devils. Clearly. I would think they're going to try to re-sign Meyer, and obviously Brat. I think is coming back. Um, you know, I don't. I don't anticipate that would be a weird thing if the if the Devils trade the rights to Meyer after is like an RFA rental, which you don't really ever see. Um, I don't think so. Well, it's not um, really a rental. I'm well, saying I guess if it, they were to trade Meyer's rights in the offseason, yeah. it'd be like an RFA rental, which is weird. Uh, but it looks like the Devils have some room in the offseason to make to sign some of these. But I have to think. I mean, like just. Based on our experience with the contract projections, those two kind of players, I would guess, are going to come in over nine million in terms of projection. I bet we have, I bet we have Meyer and Brad at like close to ten million each in terms of expected contracts in our in our model. Would be my guess. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's like the Devils are clearly like all in this year, and they're a great team. I mean, their top six is fantastic. This, you know, I mean, I think it, uh, it maybe doesn't rival. Has the- Meyer has Meyer played? With right the now, Devils Cap friendly has him slotted playing with with Hughes and Brad. Um, okay, I think. Yeah. Uh, is that well, what that's it was? a line. He just made his practice debut. If you're asking if he's played yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he. I, I mean, saw that's that, a hell of a line. Uh, yeah. And right now they have Tatar, Hisher, and and Mercer as their top line. I don't really know why that's called the top line when you clearly have Hughes, Meyer, and Brad below that. But one um, A, one B. Yeah, you go. I suppose. So anyway, I don't know. It's a that's great. Enough on, <laughs> I think that's enough on that one. Good Luke deal wants for to the move Devils. on to the Genoa. I want to move on to the. The Jeannot trade. The Jeannette. The Jeannette. Ge- <laughs> this, say- was, this was the trade of the night. And also, I think Shana was like one of the first to this. Uh, uh, Tanner Jeannot from the Predators getting moved to Tampa for Cal Foot, a 2023 third, a 2023 fourth, a 2023 fifth, a 2024 second, and a conditional... <laughs> 2025 first round pick all belonging to the Tampa Bay Lightning. That one is top 10 protected. It felt like an episode of Oprah. Uh, I was a little bit young for Oprah, but I was around for the memes of you get a pick, you get a pick. (laughs) The only people in the audience were the Nashville Predators. Like it was. I have no idea what the hell. This trade nobody is. does, Luke. That's the beautiful I, part. I do not understand. I was like, okay, well, the Lightning are doing their like Corey Perry, you know, uh, get get a really like heavy hitting four checker kind of guy. You know, they they want to beef up their fourth line. I was like, okay, Calfoot, that kind of makes sense. I thought it was straight up for a while or like right away, and I was like, okay, that's yeah, that seems reasonable. <laughs> and then Tampa, <laughs> Tampa threw in like five draft picks, which is just. And then I saw, I think Frank Cervalli tweeted. That like multiple GMs 
like literally jaws on the floor reaction to the return that the predators got. Which I was, mean, I don't know how much I believe. I necessarily believe that, but well, I mean, I, I'm just saying that. that that would be my reaction. I did see that like, tweet about multiple. It was scouts and GMs were yes. in in response. You know, I yeah, again, who knows? I was just kind of staring at my phone, just like, what is this return? I mean, Jano is like a. Like whatever, play. you know. I mean, he's, he's a got big four more goals than Linus Olmark this year. Goalie <laughs> <laughs> goal. We didn't. We're not even going to be able to talk about Olmark's no. goalie goal. But anyway, no. I don't know. It's it's actually kind of funny. Um, well, and I will say that. Well, it, so for anyone who doesn't know, Tanner Janot is a he hits a lot. Uh, in the last three seasons, I believe it is he has the eighth most hits among all all players. Um, and he has among he's the fourth or fifth fifth most hitting forward. The only players above him, can you guess? You probably there's at least one in there that you could probably guess. Tom Ryan Wilson? Reeves. Uh no, not Ryan no, neither. They're close. Felino? No. Who would be up Nick there? Nick Delorier. Yes, Delorier is oh. third. <laughs> uh there's a couple other they're all well known. The top the top Have forward, we talked about one before already? Uh not in this episode. Not Hathaway. So of uh, the the t- highest hitting forward Ryan is, Reeves? No, not Ryan Reeves. It's get, very obvious for but it's Brady Kachuk. Oh, uh, that's right. And then yeah. Matt Martin is, okay. is is in the list. And then who was the other one? Oh, and, and it's funny enough. Yeah, no, I completely lied. Garnet Hathaway. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, but then it's, it's you know, um, but he also, among all Doesn't these he players. he fight a lot, too? Yeah, he fights. I don't know. Is there, do we have, I mean, I could just do, yes. Anyway, he, yes. among those forwards, only Deloria has more um, five-minute penalties uh, yes. among players. Um, I suppose if you're looking at just points, which I think is what the GMs are looking at, he has, um, you know, other than Kachuk, he has the next highest uh, point total. Hathaway is actually one point less than him over the last three seasons, but that's clearly what Tampa wants. But I think that it, what's funny is the conspiracy theory is that Tampa's trying to completely ruin the the uh, trade deadline by just completely... The like, trade market? The trade market by completely uh, overpay. I mean, I don't know. I Maybe there's something there for Janot that I'm not seeing, but he grades out as a below average I mean, forward. now Cal Foot is, has not been very good. Well, yeah, that's what, um, like, Luke, you were saying. It's like when I when it was like Cal Foot for Tanner Janot, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that, I guess that makes sense. And then it was like, and then five picks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Like, I, I could see Cal Foot in like a second for Janot. Like I guess I could see that or something, um, but yeah, it's I, now Tampa has like I wonder it'd be I wonder how many picks they have over the next two or th- I've seen several people talking about how they have like no picks, no draft picks over the next couple of years. But and I mean anyway, to be, to be fair, this is Tampa. Like they're I mean I guess they've kind of been like this for a couple of years now, but they're not you know they're they're in win now mode for the next two or three seasons while they still have some aid you know some some value out of Stamkos and Hedman and Kucherov. Um, they they did just re-sign Sergachev and uh, and Nick. Cernak and Nick Paul this blast offseason, so they're kind of just committed to this current core. I don't necessarily blame them for this kind of uh, mentality of just trading your picks away because they're going to be tanking after they lose out on you know after they lose age uh, to Stamkos and Kucherov and Hedman and I don't know who else is on that team that you know I guess they still have Braden Point. He's kind of the odd man out in terms of being. Um, which I think probably had points, maybe their best player at this point, right? Oh, yeah, I, mean, I think so. Yeah, I don't. know. I think Kucherov's been, still been pretty good. Hedman, I think, has recovered a little bit, but he's not what he used to be. Uh, obviously, that's just this anyway. Is a one-off. It's, but it's, all I'm uh, saying, my my main point is, it makes sense for Tampa if it was not Jano. <laughs> I don't. I don't really like. It makes sense for them to give up five picks. Like, why didn't going... they try to go after Garnett Hathaway? 
Yeah. No, exactly. Like <laughs> it's like like this very similar player and he makes like a million and Garnet Hathaway has uh, he he has one one less point than Janot. He's played 40 more games and he has more hits than Janot. He's got better underlying numbers, better on ice numbers. I I mean It's also from Maine. Yeah, well I, I suppose maybe that maybe like one thing could be that Tampa they did <laughs> I'm ignoring Sean. Yeah. Uh that the that maybe they did want Hathaway but he had already been traded and they missed out so they needed that other player, right? I mean that they could have been targeting Hathaway before he was yeah, traded to the Bruins, right? It's but, all speculation. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Sean, you have anything else to add there? No, it's time to talk about the Leafs again. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Allison for always uh, making too many men podcasts about the Leafs. Or always making sure to include them. <laughs> to include the Leafs. Um, but yesterday, so I'm trying to get on, or I'm getting on my plane. I'm leaving Seattle. And all of a sudden, Kyle just decides, like, Kyle did this. Uh, again, Kyle decided to leave or to w- wait for me to leave Seattle before he made all these <laughs> deals, right? Because they were in Seattle today, 100%. And I don't know if it's because he didn't want to see me cry um, <laughs> or if he just wanted to avoid me. But um, anyway, this deal was a good deal. So yesterday, while I was sitting on the plane, the Maple Leafs acquired Jake McCabe at 50% retained. Uh, Sam Lafferty, a conditional fifth round pick in 24 and a conditional <laughs> fifth round pick in 25 for Joey Anderson, Pavel Gogolev. Um, I'm not on, on prospects, to be honest with you, even even least prospects. So I'm sorry. Uh, uh, top 10 protected 2025 first round pick that belongs to Toronto and a 2026 second round pick. Um, I'm going to be old by the time it hits 2026, believe it or not. I'm mean, 28. Um, How far out so, can they trade picks? Like, is there a limit? Can you trade one in 10 years? Can you do a, a 20, uh, I, a 20 I think 30 theoretically, three? but I would assume, I would assume like the deferred value is like so low. Yeah. Like what are you going to do? Trade a 2023 first round pick? Like that general manager is likely not well, going to see the pick, let alone yeah, see the player get well, and the other thing out. is, I would I would think that in order to trade picks, you'd want at least some identity or uh, some evaluation of the draft class in that year. So yes. at a certain point, well, twenty twenty six is pretty far out. You can't you can't evaluate like ten year olds, right? Like yeah. I don't know, maybe you can, but there there. I mean, there's you in know, Pee-wee. yeah. Anyway, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. This kind of a I, I don't I, I personally have I didn't see a problem with the Leafs defensive core. Uh, and now we're going to get to the other changes that they've made, but I, our projection models really like the Leafs defensemen um, before these before they did these moves. Well, and and so here uh, here McCabe is a very I mean he's a solid defenseman like he's yeah. like a good depth defenseman for a team like the Leafs and they I suppose who is he slotting for like well and he's only uh, he's he's you know cheap although yeah it's funny because they've been playing what Jordano Lilligren or Liljegren that's how I I believe is how isn't that how everyone's pronouncing it now which we should have it's not Lilligren it's Liljegren I believe Am I wrong about that? The pronunciation guide says that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Lepanta was. But that's been the pair, and then they've had. It's been uh, Morgan Riley and, um, uh, well, and then Muzzin and Brody. So Muzzin's out for the year. So I kind of makes sense, right? He's been out forever. I know. Yes, but he's not come. I'm saying he's not going to come back for the playoffs. So getting another defenseman makes some sense. Um, it's a play style thing. Sandine was then made the odd man out. 
before yes before this all happened today. So Sandine then came out of the lineup. Um, part of me, I forget. I think it's Brody, McCabe, Riley, Hole, Giordano, and Liljegren. Yeah. Um, were the top six as they practiced today with Sandine and Timmons out. This is at rink one at the Kraken Community Iceplex that they practiced at. Um, and then everything kind of hit the fan eventually. But, um, yeah, it was a play style thing. I mean, I, I think they wanted, like, the matchup tougher defenseman that they didn't really have especially on the left side so that i mean that was the play it, it was yeah. a play style thing more than trying to upgrade and i think the thing with the lease is there's no top end defenseman like a really really good clear top 30 defenseman i think maybe riley's in that slot but i think a lot of people think, would view yeah. riley's defensive efficiencies and take him out of that i guess yeah um, i don't know our but stuff, there's also uh, no bad defenseman either that we're yeah having. it's just been kind of weird like sandine by our stuff is having a pretty solid season and he's 23 22 he's like a young defenseman and i guess that like from a play style standpoint if they don't you know but well, i, I guess think that that has a has so a, what we should just i guess we're going to cover the other leafs moves right now because that you know we're not going to skip sure you know because yes. so I called it. <laughs> no, I. Well, first I, of all, you had to you had to say that Sandine got traded first before you can call. Anything. I know, I know. And also, so San- you you did get invited to the group chat um, with Kyle. Um, <laughs> we should we should include that. So we're all in a group chat with with Kyle here. Yeah. So I got my um, no, but uh, yes. Uh, the the Leafs traded uh, Sandine to the Capitals for Eric Gustafson too. Um, you know, which is the the old. I believe actually he was Eric Gustafson too on our side as well. For no, a he while. still is. He is, but it if says you look D up now. Next that's to him. What, yes. For a long time, shout out to Manny uh, in Corsica. It he had he would put a two after the like if there were two. Were. There's two Eric Gustafsons since oh seven oh eight. So you need to differentiate their names. But um, uh, and so Sandine got dealt. Um, I like Sandine a lot more than Gustafson. Gustafson seemed like he's got he's a lot had of a really good year this year. Yeah, he's but... been really good, but he's also been not particularly great the last couple seasons. And so there's a lot more, I think, variability there. Now that's also to say that Sandine is only—is this his second year? I want to say wasn't he a rookie last year or no? Maybe I'm misremembering that. I get him. Third, in, no, he's he's, uh, he's played third, four years. Oh, okay, whole season this year. Okay, yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. I think Sandin's, you know, the only thing that isn't really there is his the goal results, but everything else is has been there. And I, I don't know. It, it seems this is a you hear this about Sandine. I, I, for from Leafs fans is he was always the odd man out. They didn't like what Sean was saying. It's a play style thing. They weren't. I don't know. if They didn't trust him or whatever. But his results have been good. So I think for the Capitals, it. I don't know. I think that's a pretty good get for yes. Um, for the I think Capitals. it's a very good get for the Capitals. But you know, it, it, Gustafson, Gustafson has been all over the place. He's had a really up and down career. Uh, he at one point was, um, I mean, a lot of it's from shooting. He had he had a, he had one of those crazy shooting seasons. His third year in eighteen nineteen, yeah, uh, classic. Um, you know, and so that was, but yeah, the, he's had a very solid year with the Capitals this year. But he played with Chicago and Philly and Montreal, and then uh, Chicago. Oh, he went Chicago and then Calgary. Oh, sorry, he got traded those. Oh, he's been traded a lot. Okay. Anyway, so um, that that happened. Yeah, that I happened. guess then we will go to then the Leafs also acquired Luke Shen from the Vancouver Canucks for a <laughs> Which, third did round. Did you pick. skip over the first round pick? Uh oh, sorry. Yes, a first, the first round pick yeah. from Boston yeah. 
um, from the Orloff deal. So really good piece of work there by Washington to <laughs> yeah. flip Orloff for Sandine in some senses. Yeah, and and uh, I think yeah. So then, I guess I'm just gonna skip right to it. Is the Luke yeah, yeah. Shen? Yeah. So they they then went and got Luke Shen for a third, or was it a second? Third. third. Yeah, 2023 third round third. pick, long in Toronto. Yeah. And yes. as well, they traded away Pierre Engvall, uh, for a 2024 third. Yeah. Uh, which was the, to the, the Islanders. I- Islanders. But mm-hmm. so the yes. the joke we were making earlier is that I after kind of these trades were going on, I think it was specifically after the Sandine trade i joked that there are a lot of people speculating because like dubis or the, the leafs were collecting a lot of defensemen that there was going to be another move and i just said well it's all the speculation about what the leafs are going to do they're probably just going to trade for like you know luke shen and then i think it was literally 10 minutes later they traded for luke shen um which is the the joke that i had i, I got a good kick I, I was very proud of myself joshua for, had a had a good hearty chuckle after <laughs> uh luke shen was actually traded uh, um, i don't really understand this one um, well, and I so I think that is like yeah, t- fine. Angle is like pretty decent, I think. Um, and Luke Shen is not good. Luke Shen is old, burp, and proven not good. Uh, so right now the Leafs have what they have: Muzzin, not Muzzin. Sorry, <laughs> Riley, Brody. Yeah, Angle has been Hull, good. I don't know what they traded uh, away. Giordano, Lilligren. Uh, um, now they added Gustafson. They added uh, Shen. Uh, and they, there's one more I'm missing. Tim I mean, and I, you also missed another one. Yes. I don't want to go through and redo. All. So they have... Oh, you I forgot mean, to add McCabe into your list. Oh, McCabe, McCabe. So, like, they have, like... They actually maybe have 10 playable defensemen right now, right? Nine. Nine, okay, nine. nine. So I have to think that they are still going to be moving ahead of Friday, but it's just funny to see them not turn around on the same day that they're maybe getting these pieces to then flip them or... Because I mean I don't know are they going to get a forward or what are they I mean they can't play nine defensemen obviously I mean maybe they're just going to rotate or maybe they're going to put a no what they're going to do Have six defensemen forward. yeah and then the bot fourth line is going to be three defensemen <laughs> there you go <laughs> it's like the goalies playing skater except they're defensemen yeah this is the new this is the the modern but age like of seriously hockey. though what are they doing with all these defensemen. <laughs> I don't. I don't I, they have to trade them, right? Was there more new? Did something else happen while we've been recording this? Is no. There, no. No. So what's what's the give us the scoop here? Sean. Orlov scoring on? is about it. You know, <laughs> I no. I have absolutely no clue. I mean, you would have to assume that there's another one going. Engvall was is uh, a. I'm assuming there's a forward coming somewhere. I just don't know if that's. I would assume Gustafson maybe is getting flipped, or it's the first. Because it probably, yeah, it, it did seem like from the team that they are planning to keep Shen. Like it didn't, like they had some. Oh, you know. Ang- so Angball's a okay. Angball's a, a UFA, uh, so he's an expiring yeah. UFA. So they probably he's making two point two five. So they can't probably they're not going to be able to resign him. They're probably. not resigning him, and he's going to get paid. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming there's there's a package with a defenseman and a pick. Uh, for a forward is what I would assume is going to happen here. Yes, that's what I. And then what you makes have sense. eight defensemen and thirteen forwards. I I don't know how it's all going to fit though. I think you fit Gustafson. I don't know what Timmin Timmins gets paid. Maybe it's Timmins that moves. I think Timmins might Hull? get paid more than Gustafson. Well, and Hall has been I think somewhat rumored as you're not rumored, but I've heard some people speculating it might be actually Hall. That gets moved as well, but I don't know. That's a potential as well. Like I think, I think there's a defenseman that gets moved. Maybe they're uh, just brokering Luke Shen. <laughs> he's just he's just in transit to going to the Wild. 
Yeah, I mean, it would be a very wild thing. It would to be get, a very wild move no, wild, to trade for. No, yeah, wild. I think uh, it would be Hulk going back to Minnesota. Why did they trade for Luke Shin? I don't know. I don't understand it. Anyway, um, that's yeah. the big one. I broke it. I was. I the will first. say I had though it first. That, that when I like on our game in our game projections, this is why I was so confused. Like we do, if people have seen our game projections cards, um, we do like basically a summary for the skater strength or like forward strength defenseman strength and goalie strength well i don't do we don't do that anymore because it was confusing but uh their defenseman the leafs going into yesterday or into so going into the 28th so with data through the 27th of february we had their defenseman group as the third best in the nhl based on our projection models so i was very confused when they were trading for all these defensemen um because they our models really like their skaters uh Specifically, Sandine, um, I think our models really like because he's young and he's had pretty solid results for his uh, in those young seasons, which generally leads to uh, high projections. So, very confused about those um, specific well, moves. And what's funny is after the ROR trade, I thought the Leafs were pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought like, oh, I thought this they were, is, yeah, that, like, oh, they're going they to get the rest of Engvall before he goes to UFA, like because he's solid for them. Like they, you know, and it's very, like what Sean said. Sean, what you said, it, it's pretty clear that they don't necessarily trust. Um, one of Sandine or Lilligren. Now, I think if Lilligren has been playing with his dad, Mark Giordano, right, then it's kind of, <laughs> that's fine. But one of them was kind of the odd man out. But I think adding what they've done is just weird. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we'll, we'll see. see next week. Tune in next week to see what the uh, the, the, the follow-up is here. So yeah, we'll yes. figure that out. Okay, let's keep yeah, talking so along. We have, RV. Yes, we that's, the, that. that's the last, no. Is that the last one? No, is, Kane. Yeah, well, Ekholm. Ekholm is Ekholm. the other one Ekholm too. too. <laughs> so, PRV oh, to the Canes, I think, is about the most like like predictable trade that we've had. Like that, like Pugliarvi is the ultimate like hurricane type player. I feel like, like, and it's you know he but, fits like exactly if you you know he fits exactly with that style in terms of his underlying. Um, we didn't actually tweet too much. I feel like we haven't talked about Patrick Kane, which is whatever. I mean, he ended up going for nothing so we can just like it's whatever he's on the rangers he plays with parent cool uh he's not very good he's really bad actually <laughs> but we don't need to cover that because we're getting kind of close to the end of uh end of the episode i don't think we have too much more time we want to you know keep blabbering about this but uh but yeah Pugliarvi went to the hurricanes uh in in exchange the oilers got uh who was it someone i hadn't heard of uh, patrick patrick pustola stola pustola yeah he plays is... in in finland I don't really think he's much of a grade A prospect. It says signing rights, so they basically got Puljujarvi for nothing. Well, I don't want to say nothing, but for very little. Yeah, um, they probably could have gotten more this summer when Ken yes. Holland was like, "I, I don't want to give him away for nothing." So yeah, that's a Ken Holland special, probably. Yeah. Um, like there's yeah, a, yeah. I don't know. We've always really liked Puljujarvi. I know he's had a pretty rough season this year. Um, I mean, he's still been good. Like defensively, he's still been really good. Yeah, and I, it's always been, I think, the thing that I really wanted. I really wanted the Wild to trade for Pugliarvi, but they just trade for Marcus Johansson, and that's what yeah, they guess, do. And Gus Nyquist and Ryan know. Reeves, and you know that's that's what they do now, I guess. And, yeah. And, but anyway, not enough about that. So, um, I, well, I, Pugliarvi <laughs> and the Canes make sense. I mean, it's another Eastern Conference team getting stronger. I, I'm not entirely sure who. Um, he slots in for yeah, or it's what? gonna be really interesting when we run our playoff projections uh to see who the strongest teams are because these teams i mean we got some like the 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 you know what what are they, what's the opposite of parody 
<laughs> There's not parody anymore. We lack got parody. lack of parody. <laughs> we have some crazy strong teams and some crazy bad teams yeah. this season. It's pretty wild. Um, but the last, so let's do one last trade and then let's do a quick like rundown of team changes. Or I mean, like well, team, Ekholm. Yeah, yeah. The so that's Ekholm the last for trade. Barry. Which, There's a couple other ones that we missed. Ekholm for Barry, more or less. Um, I actually think it's kind of a. Like a, it's pretty good. Like for the, that's Oilers. a really good deal for the Oilers. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. I, I calm's yeah. good. Ericom's very good. I will say I'm pretty annoyed because I have Tyson Berry on my fantasy team, mainly <laughs> because he was on the top power play unit for Edmonton, and, and now I'm going to have to find a new defenseman. Even though my fantasy team is fucking terrible. Okay, anyway, <laughs> doesn't need to. Excuse me, I, we're gonna have to do explicit now because I'm so angry at all my. I players. just do explicit now at every one. Oh, do you? Yeah, okay. I just, it's easier. Anyway, I can't remember if we. Great swore move or not. for the Oilers. We've always been Ekholm fans. He's you know kind of was he? He's a little older now. He is like, older. Four percent retain though is what we need to stress. I know I made sure <laughs> money or whatever, but four like, percent. That's a retention spot. You can only retain three play like three salaries. And you just wasted that on two hundred and fifty thousand for like the next is it two years or three years? Like uh, I don't He's in the yeah. first yeah, he's in the first year of a four year deal at six point two five. They kept two point uh two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year for the remainder of this year, which kinda of, I guess doesn't really mean much for the next three years. Yeah. Just, just oh, they very little dead too. cap. They just wasted that. I mean, honestly, at this rate, the Oilers might be, you know, going pretty far in the West. The Oilers have been good. The lately. Oilers have been really good lately, yeah. and Ekholm. There's also I mean, nobody they did... in the West. I know. There's no. Yeah. Well, so this is the one that's Western the big team. Argu- I that's think. the big argument on the Oilers going deep. Is is yeah. The, who who are they gonna have to face? I know. So I was just I was mainly saying that because they gave up a 2023 first. Um, which does not look like it's protected. No, it is not protected. But I, I think like the Oilers are the only team in the West that I think did anything like you know. I guess they lost Puyarvi, which I don't. I mean, if you're they I, hadn't been really playing. No, him I know, and and he's not been. He's not. He clearly was not going to be on the Oilers like after this season or I I don't know whatever. It, it didn't. It was you know the writing was on the wall. But I think adding Ekholm um, is definitely a really. They're the only team I think in the West I can think of that even really. I guess the, I I guess Dallas maybe adding. Um, Dadanov, I, I suppose. Is, I mean, what's the <laughs> other Western team that did? I'm trying to think if there's any. Jack Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll I, see. I don't really know. <laughs> it's so weird because like the East is going crazy and the West is just like, oh well, I guess nobody else is doing anything, so we're not going to do anything. I know. You know yeah. It's like LA's. I know. Well, L- there's yeah. no incentive. There's no incentive really if you're out no. west to some some extent. Um. But I think L.A. getting Chikrin could be a big deal. Yes, yeah. That well, and shout out, occurs. speaking of L.A., uh, Kopitar with four goals tonight as well. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, he got his oh, really? fourth. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, Did L.A. they do is, a promotion with that? I don't know. They might. Um, I don't know. I yeah. honestly don't know. San Jose, San Jose, when they score four goals as a team, which is sometimes more <laughs> more uh, frequent than uh, or less frequent than Kopitar scoring four goals, you get free Taco Bell. Oh, um, I remember I'm they. Not sure if you knew that, no, I. But they've done. The Wild used to have a promotion like that. I think it was a Taco Bell thing. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've yeah, paid attention. Yeah, so I wonder. I, did, I wonder if there's anything. They used to have the Taco Bell take. Yeah, that's that was what, what they had before the yeah, uh, yeah. The, the game. Yeah, you know they have that little the the what thing that yep, pot graphic. Absolutely, it was the or Taco. The, I think the it was Taco the, Bell three keys to the game. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's the but end yeah. Of the, the Oilers, trade. the Oilers <laughs> have over the last month, they have the third best Corsi four percentage and the second best expected goals percentage 
uh, goals for percentage in the league. Uh, They've be- faced some easier competition, though. Yeah, yeah. Behind the Flames and the Hurricanes and Corsi. Uh, Flames, really weird team this year. They have crazy good shot metrics, but um, they just, I keep watching them fall in our game, in our team point projections. Um, we haven't watched a ton of Flames games lately. I think we watched the Avalanche play the Flames recently. Yeah, um, we watched the game when I think it was Kadri back in yes, Denver. I think. That's right. Um, um, but. Yeah, Oilers, I mean, we're, we're a little still kind of early. Well, at, and they also, Stuart Skinner has still been fantastic yes, for them as well, yeah. which is, a you know, I think a big, uh, but. So, Campbell has not. <laughs> to finalize, I think, I, maybe just a quick recap is which teams, I guess maybe should we go one by one and, and say who we think wins? I mean, we're not fully done yet. There's still four days. Preliminary so days. winners, losers. Yeah. Sure. What's your take, Sean? You go first. Wait, which? Which one are we going? Which winner. One we start with. Do a winner and a well winner. Winner first. Our winner just in general. Yeah. Gen- who do you think in general? So, who do you think so far has been the like gotten the better? I guess should it be best value or who has gotten best? Who's gotten, who's gotten better? All of it. The most better teams. Um, Toronto Maple Leafs winner. <laughs> um, losers. What like least value for your for your buck? I suppose maybe this oh, is a, you know yeah. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Maple Leafs because they got better, but the the best return was Nashville, and then I guess the loser would be whoever got the least, and I think Ottawa. <laughs> no, Ottawa's a dub. I think I think possibly the Blackhawks low key. Oh yeah, um, so just because they had Zaitsev. I think they they didn't get enough for for taking on Zaitsev. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I, I think you had to pay more than a for one and a quarter years of Zaitsev. You need to pay more than a second round pick and a long range deferred fourth round pick. Yeah. Um. So possibly them, but that's a very boring answer. Okay, I mean, I'll go. I think the winners are. Uh, I'm gonna say Boston, and then losers are the Lightning. That is Ooh. what I'll, I will say right now. Yeah, I guess right. the lightning makes sense because they – is that the only thing they did? I didn't look to see. <laughs> we didn't see anything else. Yeah, yeah. I guess winners um, – I, I, I guess I'll just say because you guys took – I don't know. I would not consider the Leafs winners at this point. I yeah, guess me I'll just neither. throw that out there. But um, I guess the Devils, mostly just because I think that Meyer really is a, that good of a player and they didn't seem to give up too much. I mean, again, I don't know – the prospects, <laughs> yeah, man. and again, I will reiterate: can't, can't evaluate it. They have too many pieces. There's too much fucking shit on me. Um, <laughs> there, uh, there, there's. But I, I like the Devils adding Meyer. I think that makes a lot of sense. And um, you know, they're, they're, I don't know, they're arming up. And then, uh, I don't know, losers, the Wild. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't particular. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not. <laughs> yeah, shut. <shot, just, laughs> <laughs> I get. I guess maybe maybe they've been getting picks and stuff for like literally. Yeah, but it's like, like a no fifth. Salary. What are you going to yeah. get with a fifth? Well, they have what's his name, well, Judd. They're not uh, compete. Are they competing? Like, what even are the Minnesota Wild? Well, well that's, that's what I'm saying question. is they don't have any direction either. I, they're, they're, yeah, because they're what are they going to be like? They're going to. Well, I don't I guess, disagree that they don't have any direction. That that's an issue. I will but say I don't that, think like I I won't say they're the worst, but I think yeah, that I'm you just, could. I think it's pretty. This is a very Minnesota Wild approach which is where you're just right in the middle you add you sure marcus johansson is fine uh maybe i don't think nyquist doesn't is really right do playoffs. anything though it's but, like you know the depth have... the wild depth is whatever you can replace a couple guys with some other guys but 
Um, you know, they're in a playoff spot. They only have a, you know, I mean, like they're, you know, they, they still have some issues with their cap. Obviously, well, that's an understatement. I would think that they should go, like, they're just doing, like, middle-of-the-road stuff. They're not going all in, you know, which is maybe fine, but they're also not trading anything. So they're kind of just maintaining what they are, which is maybe what they've always done, I think. And so, like, in that and situation... Just make the first round, lose. And make some money make in the, the playoffs, first round, you know. Lose. Make the first round, lose. Yeah. That's what the Minnesota Wild are. And, they've yeah. been, what, made the playoffs <laughs> nine out of the ten, nine of the last ten seasons. That's the goal. You make the first round and you lose, and then you just repeat, rinse and repeat. That's yeah. like one way, you know. Anyway, so I don't know. I I'm not going to say the wild. I guess the losers to me. I don't know. St. Louis seems like a weird team. It seems like they could have maybe gotten more for ROR, but also I don't really know. I don't know. I guess what I've been saying throughout the episode is I don't really think there was a clear loser. lightning. Lightning. Yeah, lightning. No. Sure. No, I mean not the li- the lightning was. Yeah. I mean it's really kind it's of a, just. I don't. Th- okay. And we don't need to go on that. I think that's it's not over yet. We have a lot of time to yeah, have new so losers far. and winners appear. I, I also am I I legitimately think that the Leafs are going to have a couple more moves. I don't I don't think any of this makes sense if they don't, and so I don't think we can really properly. I just thought it'd be a fun thing at yeah. the end. Ultimately, I think the Canes, uh, the Devils, the Bruins, the Leafs potentially all improved in the East. Um, I could you know I'm trying to think where there are other teams that I'm I'm missing here. Uh, I think the Oilers were the clear improvement in the West, uh, yeah. kind of, but. Um, you know, I don't know. Losing, I don't. I like Puyarvi, are the Kraken. In, have they done anything? The Kraken yet? haven't really done anything. I don't. No, think. they're not going to. Oh, okay, there. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> but I, I think uh, I would like. I think if the Kings. Well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. But if they do, it's it's a sale of Susie. Okay. Yeah. One is Burkowski gonna? Is he coming back? Like, is he? I can't remember when. Um, um he's out for a little really bit remember. longer, right? I think it's a little bit foggy. Yeah. 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 So anyway, it, but I think if the Kings can add Chikorin, that would be a pretty big win, um, depending upon what they give up. Now I know it's it'll be interesting trading within their own division for but I know the Coyotes are just trying to lose. But it seems like the, the Coyotes, you know, we've said they're kinda they're not really at the same t- quite level as the Blackhawks or Blue Jackets or Ducks in terms of the tank, but or yeah. Canadians have been really bad lately. Anyway, there's some bad teams well, out there. We, I, we were watching. Speaking of bad teams, we were watching the Blue Jackets earlier tonight, and I heard the fun fact they haven't scored tonight. Was the first time in over a month that they've scored more than one goal in a, in the first period. Uh, so they got two goals in the first period. So shout out Blue Jackets. Uh, they're still rocking and rolling. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should cut this off. Yeah. We're we've gone long, but yeah. there was a lot to we talk are. about. We are. There was a lot to talk about. We didn't even get to our geography portion of the podcast. I tried to. I, I I fed you some loots in Minnesota, and you didn't want to. You know, well, didn't want to bite on the location. No. Anyway, Sean, take it. Yeah, end this for us, please. Would you? Thank, thank you so much for listening to us ramble on about the trade deadline that is incomplete. And like, when's the trade deadline again? It's it's, it's Friday. It's, it's a in, joke. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. Um, but we'll be back uh, after the completion of the trade deadline to uh get our summary of the mitch marner trade so um, we'll see you then for another exciting discussion take care sean yeah thanks sean